Welcome back to Redefine Your Finances. My name is Christian Axelson. In this second series, we have focused on how to land and keep a job. And we've been so honored and overjoyed to have a dear friend, Drew Butts, uh, uh, many years of experience of recruiting just help us answer some of those questions. And I just want to summarize some of the findings we've had. Uh, specifically, how do you land a job? The, 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 you start by applying. Where do you go to apply these days? Is it is it all online, or can you walk into a company and say, "I want to I want to work here"? What what's the best way to start? <laughs> well, well, first, thanks for having me. It's been a pleasure, and hopefully, I add some value to what you're uh, trying to do here. And yeah. I think it's important that people do understand that there is a process to landing a job. Yes, you certainly can walk into an establishment, uh, but they're going to point you to their applicant tracking system and yeah. tell you to go apply online. But I would take the opportunity while you're there to understand yeah. the culture of that company. Ask questions of that person who's sending you to that application process. Are there certain things I can do yeah. to make my resume stand out when I upload it? Certain things I should do on the application to make sure they know it came from here? Is there a referral? Yeah. Ask questions at that point. Don't just come away saying, okay, great, I've got the website now. Take the opportunity to really learn about the position and see if it's truly where you want to be. That's all part of that self-assessment. And then you apply with a newfound passion of, yes, this is exactly where I want to be yeah. as you're filling it out. What are some of those key features that make an applicant stand out? Uh, the key feature is matching up with the job description. Really, yeah. I want a candidate that knows they want to be here and can prove that they are going to bring value and their value proposition speaks to what their resume says and they can make that resume come to life when they get to that interview process. So making sure it's matched up. If you're applying for a position to be a scuba diver and you can't swim, that's not going to work really well. So you want to make sure that that position that you have a job description for, whatever your resume says, wow, seems like a real good match and then make sure as you're speaking to me in the interview, you make those stories come to life. Make yourself stand out by having a great elevator pitch, a great opening 30-second commercial, whatever you want to call it, that first impression. Capture the narrative by letting me know I'm in the right place and I'm here to show you why. That's awesome. So I think you speak to some of the tension because so often we we, we might feel like, well, we, we want them to hire me for me. Mm-hmm. But what you're saying is that as much as you want to be your authentic self at this at the core of what they're looking for is somebody that has a perfect fit to this uh, void or hole or yes. job uh, opportunity yes. that they want to fill. Yes. Well, the great part about that, we do want you to be you, and you should find out where you are really going to be accepted, Yeah. where you best fit, because the best fit out there is the one where you've done some research. It's going to take some work on your part. Yeah. Yes, the unemployment number is low. Yes, everyone's hiring out there, but... The work on your part is going to make sure you have a satisfying career where you have promotional opportunities that exist for you because you know I'm in the right place. So when you have that right place, you can bring everything you have and who you are into the company, into that position, into that job versus I like half of what I do and the other half I can throw away. Find the job. There's enough of them out there where you like 100% or at least 90% yeah, 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 yeah. So, what is appropriate, and and what might be going too far in in making personal connections, so that you can get into the room? So, personal connections, networking is a key to finding jobs and being promoted in jobs. Uh, in business, it's not always what you know; it's a lot of times who you know. Yeah. And your ability to leverage those relationships to find out what it's going to take to get in the interview process to find out what it takes to get promoted, uh, that's going to be the key. So 
always, there's never too many connections you can make and use every one of them to your advantage. Yeah. We enjoy that because it shows you're taking the time to really understand the culture. Yeah. And when you come on board, there's another organic, natural mentoring relationships that happened before the interview took place. So what I'm hearing you say is making phone calls or even uh, talking to a receptionist or, or getting to know people in the organization, absolutely appropriate. Yes. Showing up at the personal front door of the hiring manager too far. Uh, I would say if you're going to show up at the front door of a hiring manager, have purpose on why you're doing that. Uh, walking in and understanding that I still can find out something about the company. They yeah. might direct me to the website, but I'm going to show them right now in a professional way yeah, yeah. why I'm the best candidate. That's and good. to your point earlier about people and connections, there's nobody that should be taken for granted from the receptionist to the person who's out there maybe shoveling the driveway or the, or the uh, parking lot because these employees of the company, they've been there a long time. They understand the culture of the company. They understand sometimes who they're bringing in. So you can ask them questions. Uh, they want to feel like they had a hand in the hiring process as well. And our receptionist in our building, I think she came with the building. I'm not sure. She's been around so long. Wow, that's so, awesome. So you want to make sure that you absolutely uh, leverage those relationships and those initial uh, encounters you have as well. So when you land that job, I know that a lot of organizations have what they call a 90-day review, which yeah. is kind of a, a legal out to say, hey, we're mm -hmm. going to give this 90 days, and if it doesn't work, thank you, but no thank you. What, what, is, what, is, what are some key aspects of succeeding that, those first 90 days uh, to make sure that you stay for the next uh, 90 and many uh, beyond that? That's a great question. Always asking, how do I perform in this position? Mm -hmm. What are next steps for promotion? And then asking every week, well, don't wait till performance reviews come around. Yeah. Ask every week, was this acceptable? Is it what you expected? Expect a lot of yourself and make sure you're checking in with your managers before they check in with you. Be yeah. proactive and they're willing to help you. They might let you know what your challenges are yeah. so that when the review comes around, there should be no surprises. A 90-day review should just be a reaffirmation of yeah. what you've been doing for the last 90 days saying, you check in always. This review is just to remind you and let you know that, yes, you are doing a great job. So. So sure ask lots of good, lots of good questions. Uh, uh, listen to the answer. Yes. And adjust accordingly. Amen. That's awesome, Drew. It has been such a pleasure to have you come and share your wisdom from your many years of experience. Thank you so much. Glad to do it. <laughs>